because Instagram is is coming for you, like they are they're coming for YouTube. They have they just came for um, TikTok. Um, Instagram put Vine out of business. Like they they come for platforms hard, and man, their timing is impeccable. <laughs> you know, they're like, let's wait till President Trump starts talking about doing away with TikTok. Boom, here's Reels. Welcome to the Think Marketing Podcast, the number one podcast for growing and scaling your business with online video. I'm Heather Torres. And I'm Sean Cannell, and we're from Think Media. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. This show is dedicated to helping you learn how to get your content noticed and the latest money-making strategies working right now online. So whether you wanna grow your YouTube channel or you wanna maximize video across all of social media, this podcast is for you. Hey, podcast listener. Today's episode is brought to you by bestigtips.com. This is a free resource that our special guest, Shalene Johnson, has put together for you, teaching you the nine simple steps to Instagram growth. I'll leave the details in the show notes below, and I'll tell you more about it towards the end of today's episode, which I am fired up for because Sean and Shalene really get into the idea that with everything happening in the world right now, how do you pivot and build an online influence? Like if you're not there yet, how do you get started? And why should you choose Instagram as one of your main platforms to be driving leads and sales from? As a business owner, we know that Instagram's important, but how do you do it? And what mistakes are you making that might be hurting your Instagram growth results? Sean and Shaleen get into all that and more on today's episode. Welcome back to the Think Marketing Podcast. Sean Cannell here, and I'm so fired up because today I have Shalene Johnson with me, and she's going to be sharing how we can leverage Instagram to grow our businesses, reach more people, and really how to pivot our plan right now and adapt to these crazy times in the world. But if you're just meeting Shalene, she's a world-renowned motivational speaker, more than 30 years experience as a health expert, New York Times bestselling um, author, top health podcaster with over 20 million downloads of on her show. Tens of million people around the world have been transformed by her fitness programs. And she and her husband, Brett, have uh, are the founders of Smart Life Movement, and they've built and sold several multi-million dollar lifestyle companies, and they've helped countless people do the same. But in addition to that, Shalene Johnson's a personal friend and business mentor in my life. Besides all of her ninja tactics on marketing, Instagram, video, selling on video, she's also an all-time snowboarder, although <laughs> slightly at a lower level of skill than I am, but at least she can keep up. Um, are we Shalene, talking about outfits? Are we going to talk outfits well, your outfits are always on the cutting edge of uh, fashion and style. But if we're talking about carving. Okay. All right. You you do shred. That the is. Uh, so do you. So do you. And thank you. You always bring the playlist. You always have the shred the gnar playlist, yep. which is uh, always keeping the it's vibe. An annual strong. tradition for us. That's right. So, uh, Shalene, uh, so grateful that you are on the podcast today. And uh, as we kick it off, for those that um, uh, are kind of just getting to know you, how do you describe yourself? I don't know. Uh, how do I describe it? It kind of depends on who asks, right? <laughs> like yesterday, we were in a, um, a, a used fitness 
equipment store and the guy goes, so what do you guys do? And I was like, oh, we do fitness, you know, which we really don't. But I was like, oh, in this environment, um, I describe myself as somebody who helps people take an idea and turn it into a business, you know, and that's really how people know me through fitness is because I know how to do that. I did that for myself and I love doing that. And so all the pieces that fit into that, whether it's podcasting, writing books, teaching people, talking to strangers, studying this stuff, obsessing over this stuff. Um, that's what I live for. I love that. And right now you have a unique perspective because you've been in business for so many years, online and offline. You are immersed in social media, not just yourself, but also your team. You have research happening, experimentation across multiple different accounts. Before we dive into the nitty gritty of Instagram, what do you think that people need to be thinking about when it comes to building a brand and business in light of the lockdown, in light of the pandemic, in light of everything that's happening in the world right now? Well, a bunch of things. Uh, number one, I think that we have all learned that certainty is the only thing we're uncertain of, right? Like we just don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know what businesses or industries are going to be impacted by this. So I think the riskiest thing that any of us can do, whether we're in business or not, is have one stream of income. I think multiple streams of income is key. Um, I don't know necessarily that everyone needs to pivot, but I do think that there's an opportunity to see new um, possibilities. Like there's so many problems, right? Like, and, and because of that, that means there's so many possibilities because that's what we do as entrepreneurs is we solve problems and in the process help of helping other people can turn that into profit. So number one is looking at all those problems as, as opportunities. And number two is creating multiple streams of income, which we can do online, right? And I think probably number three is to get better at what we're already doing online. Like really, truly understanding how it is we can help people and, um, and and that people need to make decisions quickly. Like you, you're a leader, you gotta help people make decisions quickly. So powerful. And one of your greatest uh, str strengths and passions is Instagram. You've got a ton of Instagram influence. What a lot of people don't know is you also have multiple feature accounts. So it's not just your own Instagram account, but there's branded accounts in different niches and you've leveraged those in a lot of creative ways. Um, and so, Instagram is just such a hot platform. So many people, yeah. of course, listening, want to grow their Instagram. Some may be thinking about starting their Instagram and some may be thinking, what relevancy does Instagram have even to business? So why Instagram and why now? Um, because Instagram is, is coming for you. Like they are, they're coming for YouTube. They have, they just came for um, TikTok. Um, Instagram put Vine out of business. Like they, they come for platforms hard. And man, their timing is impeccable. <laughs> you know, they're like, let's wait till President Trump starts talking about doing away with TikTok. Boom, here's reels, you know, to replace what everyone was doing on TikTok. I think that the demographic is so broad. Everyone is using it. It's, it's kind of the place to be. And it's all things. It's a blog. It's a YouTube. It is a place that now creators are being catered to. It's a great place um, to sell. It's a great place to basically showcase your best work. It's it's a magazine. It's stories. It's it's live. It's freaking everything, and everyone's there. So um, you don't have to use all those features, but they're certainly available. 
That's powerful. And what's been changing on Instagram lately? You mentioned reels. Break down what that is for those that are maybe first hearing that term and maybe some other changes. Yeah, j- brand new, just just released this week. So depending on when people are listening to this, um, it is really, in, it's TikTok. And it works very much like TikTok, a little bit of Vine in there. I see some Vine um, influence, some features on Reels that looks very much like features we had in Vine, um, for those who can remember that. The differences are it's only 15 seconds at the moment. I think it'll, I think it'll be all the things that TikTok is eventually. It's short little clips. People say, well, what's the difference between Instagram Reels and Instagram Stories? Not a lot, except that um, there's more fun features. I don't really understand why they didn't just combine the two, except that I really think they were trying to come for TikTok. Uh, In fact, what you do to find the Reels feature is you just swipe up to your stories and um, they've changed the formatting a little bit. So now you can just you can either create a story or you can create a reel and those reels are 15 seconds. And of course, as with all new features, and this is like a bonus tip for everybody, as with all new features with Instagram, when they roll out a new feature, they push that new feature. So like if you open up your explore page today, it's all reels, um, reels and IGTV. Cause those are the two features that Instagram is really trying to feature and focus and, and get you to use. And what's your prediction in terms of how this is going to affect TikTok? I mean, I know there's also what is it Triller and there's Byte. Do you think that Instagram will push all the other players out of the market or do you think it's still too early to tell? I think it's early to tell. But if you were to base it on past experiences, I mean, stories basically crushed Snapchat. Um, and, you know, when first came out, everyone kind of like laughed at Instagram, like, ha, 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 what, why are you doing this? Who cares? And now it's from based on the research we've done with over 7,000 of our members, it's where people go first. They, they go to the stories, uh, especially once you start following someone. That's where we deepen the relationship. So will Reels be here to stay? I don't know, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet against Instagram. You know, so I, I posted up my first reels today and I'll, I'll continue playing on it because I think number one, people are afraid of TikTok. Um, and I think there is a good chance that it could get banned. Who knows? And um, and people don't want to go to another platform like we, you know, when we find out there's a new platform to use, we're like, oh, so I have to learn that, too. You know, so I think there's a comfort, a comfort level on Instagram and I, I think it'll do well. That's powerful. And that's even encouraging to me too, because yeah, when you think about moving to another platform, it's, it's almost, you're, you're, you're spreading yourself thinner, even though there's something new to learn, you're building on the momentum you already have, or, you know, that Instagram's so proven. I mean, it's so established users owned by Facebook. A friend of mine actually said that TikTok was suing Instagram, which of course they would be. Um, but like, what are you going to do? I mean, number one, it's probably just to kind of stir up and make some noise, but, but when you're Instagram, aka Facebook, you, you can't mess with them. Like that's an unstoppable yeah, force. Yeah, you really can't. And it's yeah. cool because you know it. There's, I think the more features that they add, the more they're going to attract all the different demographics. And you, it, you know, depending on who you speak with, everyone uses Instagram a little differently. 
Yeah, that's powerful. What else has changed on Instagram? Maybe more from a st strategic standpoint. Many people are feeling that maybe the reach they once got with their posts is not what they got anymore, or they've been doing the same thing, like the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results, but the results yeah. just aren't coming. What are some of the new things we need to be paying attention to if we want to reach people with our posts or um, actually get distribution to our current followers or reach new followers? Well, I'm glad you said reach. Um, I think a lot of people look at their likes and comments and, and say my reach is down and they're really not looking at the reach. So number one thing I tell people is you, you just you have to be a business or a creator account, period, end of subject, or you shouldn't even be listening. Um, you can't you don't see your insights. You have no idea what is working, what isn't working if you're not looking at your insights, because if you're only looking at likes and comments, you have no idea how to reach new people. And, and if you are reaching people, you're just seeing likes and comments. And th th that does not tell the whole story. I, you know, so when I look at my insights, which I just did a couple of days ago, I did an Instagram training for a big group. And, you know, I looked at the most popular posts I had this year in the last 12 months and, you know, what the likes are. And I'm like, wow, you know, this must be the most successful uh, posts that I have. And so in your mind, you might think, well, I need to create more of that. But when I, when I, take those insights and I filter them according to reach. And then I look at the, the posts that have the highest reach. It's a completely different grid. Number one. And number two is then when I filter it to see which, which post got me the most either profile clicks, meaning people are going to go and click on my website or new follows like that matters a heck of a lot more than likes. Like likes are a stupid vanity metrics that don't really tell you anything. Um, so I think it's really important that we look at our insights. So you've got to be a creator or a business account. Um, I think in terms of new things that are coming, I can just rapid fire these like IGTV has a ton of new features, including converting a live immediately into an IGTV. So your lives live indefinitely instead of for just 24 hours. Um, I think there's some really cool things that now that there's a clickable link in, that you can put inside your IGTV description. Uh, hashtags are dominating on IGTV. I also think that there's just some really interesting changes in terms of the aesthetic that makes it so much easier to like be authentic and be real and not have to overly curate your content on Instagram. So when you mention be authentic and be real, how has that shifted? Because a lot of times when we think about a profile post, we may think about produced images, like just kind of quote cards over stock photography or mm -hmm. overly produced photography. Um, you know, I follow you everywhere and following your Instagram, I'm noticing a lot of carousels, sometimes a one, two, uh, kind of photos. I seems to be, there's more, um, kind of raw, funny, underproduced photography. It would feel like, as opposed to, it feels like some, hired photographer followed you around for one day and you just pull out of that batch of photos. Um, what is some of your thinking in terms of your strategies right now on Instagram in terms of uh, why you're doing what you're doing? Okay, so great. So let me start first with the carousels. Carousels, if I have a photo that I was going to post as opposed to a video, it's always going to be a series, if at all possible, because they perform better because it keeps people on the platform longer. So Instagram is going to favor, if you will, or wait any content that you produce that keeps people on that particular post longer. And so just the act of just even swiping once 
is an engagement. It counts as an engagement. Instagram can see that there was a swipe. So that's an engagement, number one. Number two, they're on the platform longer because they had to look at two pictures. And when I say two, you could load up to 10 in a carousel. So I'm always going to put more content in there. Sometimes I'm lazy and only put in two, but I try to put in a bunch. Um, so carousel, IGTV and carousels are like, you, that's all I'm going to post. I'm, that's all I'm going to try to post because anything other than that isn't going to get me the same kind of reach and I won't be favored by Instagram with regard to your question in terms of the aesthetic. So here you and I, everybody who's listening follows someone or a whole bunch of people who every single time they post, you know, you don't even read it anymore because it's that same kind of like soft, they're using the same presets right? And it always looks the same. Um, like everything's like soft, maybe, or they, everything's got like a blue tone or a pink tone or whatever tone, and everything kind of looks the same. And they have a real aesthetic to it. Like there's a certain pose. There's a certain, you, it's an expectation. You just glance at it. You're like, yeah, of course, that's so-and-so. And it always looks the same. Well, that eventually turns into white noise. And so a lot of people are, have been saying like, oh, you know, the inst Instagram is shadow banning me or I can't get traction and I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Well, what you're doing wrong is it just looks the same every day. And none of us have the attention span that we once did. And while I followed you initially, it, it's it's not interesting or new anymore. It doesn't stop the scroll. It's, I assume, in fact, even if the message is different because the image always looks the same and our brains process the image first. So if the image always looks pretty much the same, then I'm going to assume, even though I shouldn't, that the message is going to be the same. So we're, it just doesn't stop us, you know? And and so I think the the good news there is that you can break out of that branded, uh, you know, aesthetic that you've been so, such a slave to. Like people are like, oh, I've got to do the quote card and then a black and white photo and then a video and then a quote card, then a black and white photo. You know, it's just like, it's this tic-tac-toe thing that they're so obsessed with what they're, page looks like that it just doesn't feel real like nobody lives their life like that nobody is like that we want to know who you are are you legit the photos still need to pop they still need to be captivating they still need to they still need to you know be clear they still have a certain level that they have to reach but you can certainly take them with uh an iphone where you've cleaned off the lens and some thought about lighting and what's in the background etc but they don't need to be professional photos and most of all they need to break up the pattern. The more of a pattern you create, the more white noise that develops in the part of the person who's following you. And, and they if they spent a couple of days of seeing your post, here's the deal. If I see your post a couple of times and I don't do anything with it, I just look at it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's, that's always what Sean posts. And I don't tap it, you're gonna stop showing up in my feed. It's like just a couple of days. You're like buried at that point. It makes me think that sometimes people, I even wish I was having their content distributed to me. If I don't seek them out, I'm not seeing it. If that engagement's not been triggered. Yeah. And you almost have to do that yourself. Like I find if, if there's certain people I want to see on the regular, I have to like make sure I'm finding their stories and engaging. Otherwise they just disappear. Wow. Um, very powerful. And I want to now, especially for those that say, okay, Instagram, I want to get distribution on posts. You drop some powerful, um, wisdom in there about making sure you have a business or a creator account so that you can measure what matters and not just likes, um, but actually profile clicks 
or new follows. If people are going to your profile, they can go to your website. And if they go to your website, they can engage with you in business. Um, that's super powerful. And at the end of the day here on the Think Marketing Podcast, you know, people want to drive business results. So what do yeah. you tell to people though, that still, you know, maybe haven't made the full connection to where, man, you know, what's the ROI of this? Like I, I'm doing other things in my business. I'm trying to juggle social media. Um, how can I integrate this into my day-to-day life to grow my business? How much time should I be spending on Instagram? And, and why, Shalene, will this pay off in my business um, when I've got so many different things to do? Where else are you going to get customers for free? I mean, literally, it's where else can you stand in front of 200 people? And make a mark. Like if even if your reach, you're only seeing it's only reaching 200 people. Like that's 200. It's like standing and giving a sales presentation or a connection and in front of 200 people. And you just you can't do that anywhere for free. So the return on investment matches the effort that you put into developing those relationships. It's my full time job. Literally, Instagram. I think of it as the. It's probably 80 percent of my day is engaging and and strategizing and really figuring out like what's working and and more importantly creating those connections so as you said i have uh, my own personal account but then in addition to that we manage 10 other feature accounts totaling close to 3 million in followers and those feature accounts are accounts that we've created that aren't like about me the brand but you know we all follow accounts where it's like oh everything in this account is um, home interiors or beautiful destinations or um, funny memes or boss babe jokes or whatever it is, right? So we we create feature accounts that our target audience, our avatar, our lifer, if you will, we know that's the type of content they're looking for, but it's not personality driven. It's like it's mentality and need driven. And the reason why we grow those accounts is because they grow faster they grow quicker. They're easier to manage. They're um, way easier to find and produce content for. And we, when we need to, we use the stories to drive sales and traffic back to whatever it is we're promoting that relates to the person who would be following this account anyways. So for example, if I we have an account that's called Home Workouts for You, and that's all that it is. It's just we feature fitness folks who have created home workout routines. And so they offer like tons of different ideas of things you can do at home. Now, the person who's following that account is someone who's, who's fitness minded, um, who's health minded and who, uh, and we have a lot of fitness folks, fitness professionals who follow that account, fitness professionals. When COVID hit, they're all scrambling going like, what do I do now? Like, I, I don't have my classes. I don't have my personal training clients. It was so easy for us to say like, hey, we have a course that's can, that can help you take everything you're doing and turn it into an online virtual experience for your customers. So we're always thinking about like, okay, how, what is it that we, how is it we can serve that target audience? Not just serving up anything because it's eyeballs, but giving them very targeted content. That's so powerful. And um, you summed it up perfectly. Where else can you get free customers? And I love that you talked about not just pushing content by creating posts and strategizing, but spending a lot of time engaging because, I mean, that's kind of like foot traffic. Like, what would it be if someone walks into your brick and mortar store and you just ignore them? You don't greet them. You don't ask them questions. You don't talk to them. You don't connect with them. 
that yeah. actually happens sometimes. And you're like, do you even want my business? Like yeah. you're just yeah, sitting yeah. at the, at the, de- but, but really on Instagram, you have the chance to like say, Hey, welcome in. Can I help you? Is there any way I could serve you? That's um, such a great point. Like that exact point is something I would tell everyone to take action on and immediately get in the habit of every time you open up your app, don't click on your last photo to see how many likes you got because who cares? Don't go to your DMs. Go to tap on the little heart at the bottom of your screen and acknowledge each and every new follow. Just create a template, you know, customize it, change it up from time to time. But like, just say like, hey, this is really me. I just want to say hello. And, you know, I might not catch all my new followers, but I want to introduce myself and say, um, I appreciate you and let me know if there's a particular type of content that you were hoping to see when you decide to follow me. And every single time, I shouldn't say every time, but I mean, like my inbox is filled with people saying, whoa, this is so cool. Thank you. Is this a robot? Like, is this a, is this a program or is this you? And it's, it's super cool. Sometimes I'll just open up my phone and say, it's me, you know, because then people are like, oh, she sees me. You know, and, and we all want to be seen. We all want to know that our voice, our follow matters. And um, that's a really simple way to do it. That's amazing. And do you leave that on? Do you click the heart? You see they followed you. Do you leave it as a comment on one of their most recent photos or do you DM? No, it's a DM. You DM them? Yep, I DM them. Awesome. Yep. Well, powerful tips, Shaleen. Of course, we could talk about Instagram forever as well as marketing and business. And I'm excited because you are speaking at our conference, Grow With Video Live, that's coming up soon. And you're going to be going deep into Instagram stories as well. And just all of this new, these new platforms. Um, I am so grateful for all of your business wisdom, marketing wisdom, and that you and your team are obsessed with staying on the edge of what's working now. Oh, it's going to be fun. I'm, I cannot wait until your event. It's, it's going to be so much freaking fun. I'm going to blow people's minds with hashtags. I'm going to teach people what they're doing wrong in their bios. I'm going to teach them how they can start converting and growing their reach without having to do things a lot. Different, without having to spend so much time, I think, is what most people are doing is it feels like, okay, I just want to give up because it's not working. And I can show you in a couple of very simple ways how to like 50% increase your reach and start converting people into customers. Well, I hope that interview with Shalene Johnson brought you encouragement to double down on your Instagram strategy to grow your business and your brand using Instagram. And if you are an Inner Circle member here at Think, we have a special gift for you. Inside of your membership area, we have a second interview, a part two to this interview with Shalene Johnson, exclusive for our Inner Circle members, where Sean and Shalene break down how do you sell on video. Shalene Johnson has sold millions of dollars of product by using video as her strategy, and she breaks down actionable tips for your first time or your next time selling with video, as well as mistakes that people make and how to overcome the fear and uncomfortability when it comes to making sales through video. All of that is inside of the membership area for our Inner Circle members. And if you would like more information about how to join our monthly group coaching here at Think, you can find that information in the show notes below. And this episode was brought to you by bestigtips.com. This is Shalene Johnson's free guide and video tutorial. If you feel like you're kind of stuck in a rut when it comes to Instagram, or you feel like you're lost in an oversaturated market, if that sounds like you, then this guide and free video tutorial is 
for you. Shaleen walks you through the nine steps for growing on Instagram and how you can get featured because Instagram rewards those people who are using its newest features. IGTV is one of those features. And one of the tips that Shaleen shares in there is how to do simple IGTVs using the Instagram stories that you're already creating. She teaches all that and more inside of this free downloaded guide and video tutorial that's waiting for you at bestigtips.com. And now it's time for the review of the day. First, thank you so much for the hundreds of you that have left us comments on YouTube and reviews over on iTunes. It means so much to us to see that you are loving this podcast. We're pouring our heart and souls into it to bring you not only the best content, but the best interviews so that you can grow your business online. So just a little call to action for you. If you can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast so you get notified when a new episode drops. And today's review comes from L.M. Vass. I get inspired every episode. I recently discovered Think Media Podcast and quickly became a fan. Sean and crew discuss a variety of marketing branding subjects in a clear and down-to-earth manner, which is easy to understand no matter what your experience level is. Sean and Heather give the impression they are your business side hustle's biggest supporter. Your business side hustle's biggest supporter. That's right. I can read it (laughs) because they are. With each episode, I come away with at least one actionable thing to improve. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you so much for leaving that review. And I want to challenge you. Have you left a review yet here on the podcast? I would love to read your review on the next episode. And now it's time to take action. Lean in. Are you going to apply what you learned today on this episode? I want to encourage you to punch fear in the face and just press record. And that means over on Instagram as well. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.